How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Football. Energy drinks. Beat football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Hour number two, we roll on Bink at Night, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and being heard all over the world. On the Odyssey app, with a man that loves a good gift card, he's Chris Unocero. Always, I'll yeah. take, I'll take Nike store. I'll take cash, straight cash. Uh, Kansas homie. Sampler slash Rally House, straight cash, homie. Give me a new pair of joggers, American Eagle too. Yeah, actual money will do that too. But take your gift card. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We were talking about the best defense. Money's player. dirty, anyways. You know how many hands have been on that money? Whatever. I wash yeah, my hands. Yeah, no. I'm I walk good. around with hand sanitizer. No, I'm not sanitizing my dollar bills. Doesn't look, Just give me don't a sanitize card. your bills. Just sanitize your hands afterwards. Yeah, but you got the, you're still got to touch that money and get your. Nah, just give me a gift card. I think in the last couple of years, Digital everybody walks around with hand sanitizer. Digital gift card. Now you're, yeah, now you're, digital. Now, now my you phone's not going to have any charge, and I can't. Do the hell no. No, you got to keep your phone charged. Hell no. If you don't have your phone charged, that's on you. Dog, I'm always in the red with my phone, and I got a brand new one just because of that. Although, let's pre- let's not pretend like Apple doesn't know exactly what they're doing with that iPhone. Like, oh, it's just coincidence that every three years when I'm ready for an upgrade, it's going to cost me a little bit more money is also when my phone only holds a 10-minute charge. That's crazy. And yeah, I'm, a, for the last yeah decade. I'm a. I'm a. I'm holding out for net for that 14 without the notch. I don't know why, honestly. Like I'm a hold out for. There's it. not enough at this point improvement on the iPhone. There's like nowhere else to go. It doesn't need to improve. Yo, until they it's make, great as is. It is great, but there's not that big of a difference between the seven and the eleven. Because I had both. Oh, that's of them. not true. That's not true. Dude, the only difference it's is I can talk better. like a giraffe now. It's the oh, it the way that when it handles OS, the way that it look, I'm an alien. No, it's, it's it's way different. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Have they made that thing a digital scale yet? Then it ain't that different. Maybe it's, it's an not app. that I don't big. Know. I no, it's it's. it's I, I had the six. I upgraded to a 10s Max. It's, it's the same thing. It's uh, it's worked well for me, and it's much better than that six. I'm just saying, there's not that much they can do. Anyway, we'll continue bickering for the next uh, two hours here on 610 Sports Radio. We were talking about the best defensive player on this team. Then I just kind of did what I do, which is started making a list and listing off all the best players on this team. And a lot of people are chiming in. From the 816, from the 913, what about Creed Humphrey? Is it Humphrey? Humphreys. Whatever it is. That dude, let me Google it real quick, so I'm not the dumbass that keeps calling him the wrong name. Creed Humphrey, that's what I thought. This dude is a stud. And you want to talk about a diamond in the rough? It's weird because the thing that Brett Veach is best at, legitimately, is drafting outside the first round. Right? Like, when the first round comes around, we can point to his draft and say, okay, usually they pass on it, and they went out and got Clyde Edwards-Alay, or they got this guy or that guy. But then if you look lower on, we were just talking about Legereus Sneed, talking about Creed Humphrey, 
It's like, dang. He manages to find these dudes. I don't know if that's what you want to be known for as a general manager. You would think it'd be more like, you know, managing the salary cap or signing guys in free agency, which has kind of been a mixed bag, or at the top of the draft. There have been a lot of guys that have made their name there. Hell, Scott Pioli was really good at the top of the draft. But then you really, you know, you keep breaking it down. You're like, this guy's really good when it comes to finding guys like a Creed Humphrey, where if they didn't have him, then that would be a huge issue. The same way on the defensive side of the ball, if a couple of years ago they didn't call the Jerry Sneed's name and they just said the name of some other late-round draft pick, this team would be in trouble. I agree with that text. If you're listing the Chiefs' five best players, two of them, three of them, have been drafted the last couple of years, not in the first round. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't really know. Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's go out to Shawnee. Randy, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Randy? Very pleased to hear you back on the radio. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. What's on your mind? Uh, Trey, offensive line, I think he's one of the best players. I think he's grand. Isn't he, though? And I, that's a, that's a, I'm glad you said that because it's the same thing. Like, it's not like we're talking about top of the – when you talk about the first round with a team like Kansas City that's ultimately talented, right, that doesn't have a lot of holes to fill, you would think that that's where you get over the top. That's your, follow me here, that's your Johnny Cueto. That's your Ben Zobrist. You don't do it in free agency now. You've built this team where you've got all the talent in the world, both sides of the ball, the coaching staff, they're great, they've proven it. So when the first round comes around, that's where you really make this team significantly better. Which brings me to a question that I hate to ask, but I'll go ahead and do it. You know, everybody, Chris, always talks about the DK Metcalf, McCole Hardman thing, and the fact that the Chiefs went out there and drafted McCole Hardman in the first round, or second round, it would be their first pick. Yeah. Yeah, second round. Instead of drafting DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf was on everybody's draft boards higher nationally. Locally, all the texts we got were like, you got to take DK Metcalf. I think part of that was because people had heard of him, maybe saw him play a little bit more in college. Or they watched him play and saw that he was really good. A beast, an absolute beast. And then the Chiefs got, got a little bit creative. Again, let's just call it what it was. All the Tyree Kill crap was going on. The Chiefs needed another guy that had the quick 40 times and the quick win in and outs and all that stuff. And Hardwin was good as a rookie. Hell, he made the Pro Bowl, essentially, if you want to, as a punt returner. But you hear a lot of... You know how good the Chiefs offense could have been if they wouldn't have drafted Hardman and they would have drafted DK Metcalf? For those who like to play that game, does that keep you up at night more? Or does Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jonathan Taylor? Because the Chiefs that season, the question was ultimately not who are they going to pick or what position. I should say it wasn't what position are they going to pick. But I think once it came down to draft day, a lot of us, including me, were saying, I actually think they're going to take a running back. But none of us, none of us, we're saying Jonathan or we're saying Clyde Edwards Alaire. At the time, if you remember, it was Jonathan Taylor, it was DeAndre Swift, and I think there was a one other dude that was projected to go ahead of those guys. Can't remember who it was. But either way. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, exactly. And those names came up a lot, and the Chiefs were interested in all of them. You didn't really hear about Clyde Edwards Alaire. And then the Chiefs drafted him, and I'll admit, I came on, I was like, okay, perfect draft pick. He's got the championship experience, catches the ball out of the backfield. And look, I don't I don't want to say Edwards Alaire sucks the same way that I don't want to say McCall Harbin sucks. But it's sports radio, so we can play this game because it's a hell of a lot of fun. Think about if you didn't draft that guy, you just would have drafted the same position and called another guy's name. Probably the next game on your list. 
This team would be unstoppable. On offense, if you add DK Metcalf, look, I like McCall Hardman, but he ain't no DK Metcalf. On offense, I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think at some point he's going to turn into probably that running back that we all expect him to, especially when it comes to catching the ball out of the backfield. But you know who he's not right now? Jonathan Taylor. Yo, that guy's a beast. Not just in the fantasy football world, but in the real football world. Jonathan Taylor is maybe already, where is he, two years into his football career, a top two, three, the best running back in the entire NFL. Now, that position we know is all about staying healthy, right? It's not about how good you are at your best. It's how good you are and can you stay healthy. Because Christian McCaffrey is probably the best and the most talented, but the dude averages nine games a year. That's the problem. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, been a little bit of an issue early on in his career. Jonathan Taylor, so far played in every single game, and he's been an absolute stud. Clearly the best player on the Colts. We were talking about the best player on the Chiefs. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Josh, you're on Bink at Night, 610 Sports Radio. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Chilling, bro. What's going on? I just wanted to touch base on somebody who's always overlooked, and that's Harrison Bucker. He's easily a top three assassin from the – from from distance with with ease, like you maybe talk, maybe Justin Tucker's better than him, but other than that, he's he's pretty much money from forty five out. Oh, he's good, no question about it. But he's also a kicker. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why he wasn't money in the last game. When's the last time extra point missed, two field goals missed? Well, that's the weird thing about this guy. <laughs> some seven points. When it comes to like, I wouldn't say he's pretty much money. When it comes, he, to, and he had a problem last year missing extra points. I like Harrison, but let's not go out here and start putting him in the in the Justin Tucker range. Well, nobody's doing that. He's he go- just did. Did he? He just did. Oh my god. He said the only kicker that's probably better than him is Tucker. Oh, like, oh no, 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 <laughs> no. He ain't there yet. But he is. He, he. I don't. I don't get nervous when he's lining up to kick the long ones. But like you Sometimes said, I do. When he's lined up, kick them extra points. Sometimes when I they're do. like, this thing's 31, a chip shot. I'm like, no, it ain't. Sometimes them extra points. <laughs> Sometimes them extra points. I'd be like, okay, Harrison, let's see if you hit this. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Some people are saying Rashad Fenton is one of the five best players on this team, at least playing like it. That Chiefs secondary, all of a sudden, I, again, I don't know if I would say that it is a overall strength of this football team, but it's certainly not a weakness. It's funny because heading into this year, I think if you started to talk about kind of groups of players, you would say, well, I expect a lot from the receiving core. And you've gotten what you expected, right? Like you've gotten a little bit of production from the Pringles and the Robinsons and the Harbins of the world. But you look at the numbers for Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey's numbers a little bit down compared to the gaudy numbers that he's put up the last couple of years, but still pretty damn good. And same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Like that's been about what you expected. I would say the two biggest surprise, if you will, groups for this football team so far, have been the offensive line and the secondary, in my opinion. The secondary's been, here's what you want from a secondary for a team that's this good. Just don't be a problem. Just don't be the reason why you lose. Patrick Mahomes' first full season, the game where they lost in overtime and the AFC Championship game to the Patriots, that secondary sucked like a Hoover vacuum. And I think ultimately, remember, all those long passes that Brady got behind them in the overtime of that game cost the Chiefs. That secondary was terrible. They went out there. They got rid of Sutton. They got rid of everybody. They brought in Tyron Matthew. It was a complete overhaul, and we know what the story's been since then. But then last year, you could look at the secondary and say, eh, you know, they were okay. Like, they certain, nobody was going to point to that secondary and say they were, like, they were amongst the best in football. Tell me this one isn't so far. This secondary. Not a bunch of names. Not a bunch of high draft picks. Just a bunch of dudes. 
with triple ward score type names and Scrabble. Like, you got a Traverius. You got yourself a Legarius. Nobody's heard of these dudes outside of Kansas City, but they're balling. On the other side, with the offensive line, real quick, because I smashed these guys a few weeks ago. I think that the offensive line is the main reason why the Chiefs, one, got out the gates slow, and two, are playing well now. I think that's really all it took. Trust me, I know about the offensive line. I was on the B team at Harmony Middle School in eighth grade for an undefeated team, and I played left tackle, so I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that line. I think that this offensive line, for whatever reason, even though they're expensive and, in theory, they're experienced, at least on that left side, right? It took a while. It took a while for everybody to get comfortable. Now, you also had a few rookies out there, and Smith's gotten his love, and Creed Humphrey's got his love. I think Joe Tooney's been excellent. We probably haven't talked enough about him. But it kind of feels like the offensive line, this team has gone as the offensive line has. And it's been that way since, well, we can go all the way back to the Super Bowl of last year if you want to. I don't really want to, but we can The offensive line was as bad as I've ever seen. I might as well have been out there reliving my Harmony Middle School 8th grade B team years because they sucked. And Patrick Mahomes is running around. He didn't look like himself. Chiefs got their asses kicked. And it kind of looked that way up until about, I would say, a month ago where Mahomes was uncomfortable. He was under a lot of pressure. There weren't huge holes for the running game. Like the offensive line, let's just call it what it is. They weren't that good, especially for what we expected. They were getting paid top five offensive money. And they were playing like a bottom five offensive line. But then something happened. They went out there and they won a game. And they won another one. And they won another one. Then they beat the Cowboys. And now I think you can look at that offensive line and say, all right, okay, cool. They're not going to be a problem the rest of the way. The same way that on the other side of the ball, the secondary isn't a problem. But maybe it's a strength. And if it is, Chiefs ain't losing another game. Because we'll talk about the schedule the rest of the way. I know on paper it doesn't usually work out this way, but this team can run the table. I'm going to tell you why next right here. I'm Pink at Night. Chris Unocero. I'm the Sports Machine. It's 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. The other day we were watching Christmas Vacation on Hulu. And so you know how when you watch something, it brings up, like, suggestions. So it was telling me, hey, you should watch this Christmas movie and this great, like, Four Christmases, and you should watch this Christmas movie and that one. So I've been on, like, a kick, right? Tis the season. Why not? I put up my ornaments the other day. I'm in the mood. I love me some Christmas music. And then I've realized that most Christmas movies, honestly, are wildly overrated. First of all, they're only good during the Christmas season, and the Christmas season spices them up because you're, like, already in the mood, and you're ready to see something sappy. You're ready to see something involving Santa Claus or something like that. No, don't get me wrong. There are some classics out there, like Elf, for example. I could watch Elf in the middle of summertime, and I'm going to absolutely love it. Or Home Alone, the original. You can watch it whenever. But then there are some other Christmas movies that, dead honest, if you don't watch them during Christmas season, the movies flat out suck, and I honestly can't believe they were made because I've watched those movies the last couple of days. Dog, Chris, have you ever seen Jingle All the Way? Yeah, I love that movie. What? I love it. With Turbo Man? Yeah, that was funny. Oh, my It wasn't God. a good movie, but I enjoyed it. Dude, you made it through the whole thing? I've seen it like two or three times. Oh, oh my I love that movie. God, terrible. And my girl the other day made me watch, have you seen The Family Stone? 
I'm not watching anything with that name. She thought that it was like the funny. She kept laughing the whole time. I was like waiting for something to happen. Honestly, it wasn't really that good. You know, it's an underrated Christmas movie that I don't know how many people have seen. You ever have you ever heard of the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray? Definitely doesn't sound like a movie I'd watch. It was like a late. It's probably because my pops like he took me to the theater to go see it. You went to the theaters, go see a movie called Scrooge. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at. Text line. <laughs> Tell him how like, wrong he is. Doesn't sound like a movie I'd want to go see. I want three, five, seven, six, seven, six. The only Christmas movie I've ever seen in theaters was uh, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas because I, I love that series. So. That was pretty funny too. It was a good movie. Yeah. That was funny. I mean, yeah, it was the best of the series or anything. No, the second one was. The second one was great. Back to Scrooge. It was about the ghost of like Christmas past or Christmas future or something, and he. I, I don't remember what the exact plot was. That's how good the movie it's was. It's probably the same thing that happened in the other stories with Scrooge in it. I would yeah. imagine so. But Bill Murray yeah. was in it and it was good. Trust me, it was great. It's the same story, though. But it depends on who the actor is. That's it's like the saying same every- story, Dog, though. That's like saying every Batman's the same. It's who, not the who's same. Who's playing Batman? But that one is the same one. Val it's Kilmer. literally the okay, same story. It's not the same. Batman's not always the same. But every story involving Scrooge is the same. Okay. What up, Bond? You no, because it's a different person. It's not the, It's not a continuing storyline with the same person. That's my point. It but matters that's who not the, what it is with, with Scrooge. It doesn't matter. The actor is the same. It's literally the same story oh every time. God. All right. Every time it's Scrooge being visited <laughs> by some ghosts. I'm good on that. I saw that one. I saw it once and I was like, I think I'm good on the Scrooge thing. Bill Murray from the original Ghost. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters? Uh, no. I haven't either. I, uh, the first one I wasn't, like the original one, I wasn't too big a fan of it, so... How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Well, a Ghostbusters is not my thing. Again, if you saw that one in the theaters when it came out in like 1989, I wasn't born. Was. So, okay, well, then that wasn't possible. Yeah. Do you remember double features at movie theaters when you would go and you would see no, two? Well, I didn't. I never did. I didn't watch very many, many movies in theaters when I was a kid. My dad wasn't a. He's like he's like a home theater guy. So like he's got his own home theater. So we we didn't we didn't. Let go me to tell the you about Mitch Levine. My dad. He's the exact. So my dad's a big theater guy, but he didn't know the first thing about sports. Like I could talk about a field goal. My dad wouldn't be able to tell you how many points a field goal is, but he could tell you who won the Academy Award for best so-and-so actor or actress back in 1984. Like, that's his thing. So maybe that's why I like Scrooge so much, which, by the way, is a good movie. It's one of those, Chris, I'll watch it every single year, to be that honest with you. There's a few of those, and Scrooge definitely makes the list. I don't think there's a movie that, like, I want to see every year. I don't. Only during holiday like my, season. Like, my girlfriend, like, she loves Elf, so she every year we, we watch I could do Elf once a year. And, like, she loves Coco, too, so, like, every year around... Uh, Dios de la Muerta, uh, de la Muerta. We watched. That. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, so we'll watch Coco. We'll watch Elf. What's Coco? Coco's the. It's a Pixar film. Okay. It's about. Uh, it's about Dia de la Muerta. It's really good. It's a really good movie. <laughs> I thought. It's I awesome. to be funny. I never even heard of it. It's an awesome movie. I it watched, came out a few years ago. It was really good. All right, I'll check it out. Have you heard the movie Sing? Yeah. Okay. I've just, never watched it. It's a great movie too. Just watched it yeah. for the first time the other day. Not a Christmas movie, but yeah, I don't. Still a good I don't movie. really watch that many Christmas movies. I'll watch Elf during Christmas season. I'll watch Home Alone during Christmas season. Home Alone two. We I just, watched the original one last night. The original Home Alone. Yeah, it's, n- it's not two. as good as the second one. The second one, you have to second like, one's great. You have to completely suspend belief that all of a sudden these you parents... have to do that the first time no, too. No, the first time. Yes, you do. No, in theory, the first one. I was watching it yesterday. I was like, when he's standing there, the cop, the, no, but, the Joe Pesci is the cop trying not to cuss because he cusses a lot in his yeah. movies, and and he's standing there and like, what cop? What person just lets a cop just walk in their house and stand in the doorway and just do nothing and try to get people's attention there? That's not realistic either. None of that that story is realistic. All I'm if saying is. If that was is, real, it, McAllister would have been dead. Okay. Like, let's be honest here. He would have been murdered in five minutes. No question. As soon as they did that. Everything you said is true, except at least I can suspend belief for two hours for the first time for it to happen. I can do it for, it it for the second one, too. Oh, my God. The second one. Okay, the first one. Here's and the, even the third one, even though the third one was a terrible movie. In theory, here's the thing, right? They had, like, 15 kids. The whole family was in town. They do all the, like, they check everybody, and he ends up there because the whole attic situation, the kid pees. So the way that they create this scenario where they leave the kid at home is somewhat feasible, right? Like you're a terrible parent and you should never that's, reproduce. That's, it's just not feasible. No. But then you None do it again? None of that movie is feasible. But then None you do it again? Feasible. Don't they leave? Don't if they, they did it once, they could do it again because at that point, they're just terrible parents and, and they don't deserve to have What's kids. the story with the second one? I know it involves New York. And I remember Donald Trump's in it for like two he seconds. He goes, to, he accidentally gets on like, on like the wrong plane and goes to New York while his parents are in like, his family's in Miami, I think. Did you say Home Alone 3? That's two. I know, you said three. Three, no, two, three sucks. Three's, uh, three never, is, three's is like some, it's terrible. It's like some spies and terrorists. It's it's not good. If you've never seen it, don't waste your time. Still Macaulay Culkin? 
No, it's like some other kid. Yeah, I'm out. It's like the, I think it might be the kid who's like uh, the Max Keebler's day out or whatever. I don't know. No. I think it's the same kid. Maybe Dog, I'm wrong. I'm not watching Home Alone 3 with they, some kid that's not. Like, I think they've done like two more since then. They do not have five Home Alones. I think they do. I, I think, they, think have so. at least, they have at least four. I think they have five. There's no I'm way. I'm pretty sure they have five. Somebody told me that they made a second Sandlot. I don't think that's true either. That might be true. Somebody also, did they make so many bad sequels for movies out there? Did it's they, probably true. Did they make? Did this really happen? Did they make a fourth Mighty Ducks? I don't know. I've never seen a Mighty Ducks film. Yo, text line. Did once. they make a? You've never seen a Mighty Ducks film? I hate sports movies. I don't like sports movies. Well, that's not more. That's that's a that's, that's a, a sports movie. That's an educational movie. That's a sports movie, and I don't like sports movies. That's a lift you up, feel good. I, no, I don't like sports movies. It doesn't matter. I just don't like them. I cannot watch sports movies. You've never seen? <laughs> no. We're talking about what's I, if better you than one me or two. If I've seen how, you know, all the top sports movies, I've, I've never seen them. Remember the Titans. I've seen that. That's, that's probably I it. just said The Sandlot. Have you ever seen The Sandlot? No, never seen that. I've seen Little Giants, but I was like, I don't know, four well, when movie, I watched that, it. Honestly, so. that movie kind of sucks. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. You've never seen The Sandlot? No, I've never seen that. Have you ever seen, what about like adult, like, what about like He Got Game? No, never seen it. That's a badass movie. Didn't look interesting. <laughs> what sports movies do you like? Remember the Titans are cool. The replacements was fine. Have you ever seen a boxing movie called Rocky? Definitely never seen any of the Rocky movies. Not a single one. You're keeping a hell of a straight face if you're being serious. Right no, now. I'm not. I'm 100. percent I've s- never I seen. I swear, Rocky. Chris, you're the I only person wanna, on my cell phone that I, hasn't seen Rocky. I did not want to watch any Rockies. Not old. interested in Rocky at all. I don't think this is possible. I don't think Sylvester Stallone's a very good actor. It's, like I didn't want to watch him stutter through all. Was it four films in that? Was it probably five now because they, they did a new one. I don't think Gordon Bombay's a very good coach, but I'm still willing to I'm, watch the first couple of Mighty Ducks. I'm not interested in watching Rocky. I, it never looked interesting to me. I just don't like sports movies because they. Like, to me, it's like that is like over-romanticized sports. What if it's not really sports like Jerry Maguire, like kind of sports? I think I've seen parts of Jerry Maguire. I've never seen the movie from the start to finish. Goodness, dude. They had it on TV on like Fox like 25 years ago. And it was like, maybe it was like a little 23 years ago. They had it on Fox and I saw clips of it. I saw show the, show me me the, the money, money part. I saw that part. I love <laughs> black people. And show I saw me the, the money. It. I saw that and that was it. All I've right. never seen that. Film, well, we're, we were supposed to talk about football, but we didn't. So. Well, we technically kind of did. I guess we did it. We talked sports. <laughs> A little bit. Talk sports. We will. On the other side, we'll talk about actual sports. The Chiefs play the Broncos. Now that I look at it, they got back-to-back-to-back division opponents. They play ASC teams the rest of the way, and I think there's a chance they win all of them. I promise. We get out of the fake world and into the real, maybe, right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You seen the text line, Chris? I told you Scrooge is a great movie. They love Scrooge. It's the same story in all those Scrooge films. No, the Bill Murray one's the best, though. Everybody agrees. It's still the same story. They love Scrooge like I love clearly Canadian water. Somebody said Rocky has the most unrealistic boxing scenes ever. That's true. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But uh, if it has Sylvester Stallone in it, it probably does. Yeah, it was such a bad movie. They decided to make another one and then another one and then another one and then another one. It took home all of the awards. And you can still catch it on TNT like pretty much biweekly. So, yeah, that's yeah, how bad I'm, of a movie I'm, it is. I'm good. I'm good on that. Fair enough. Somebody said Christmas Vacation is good every day. Yeah, as long as it's between. I've never, I've never seen that one either. As long as it's between. You My know, girlfriend was surprised when. 
and I told her that yesterday. She was like, you've never seen it? I was like, no. Doesn't she get you this time of year to sit down and watch some of these movies? No. No. We're busy. So, like, we watch, like, maybe a movie a week. We've been watching the Harry Potter movies. Uh, I love those movies, so, you know, <sighs> this is bringing back my childhood. You've never seen... Rocky, you've never seen Mighty Ducks, but you've seen all the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, yeah, they're great. Dude, I haven't seen one minute of any Harry Potter oh, movie. Oh, Harry Potter's awesome. Lord man. of the Rings. I Dude, I don't know. Lord of the Rings is, Lord of the Rings is, the first one's boring as hell. The second one is great, especially the, the fight at the end. Oh my God, you shall not pass. I love that. What are you talking uh, the about third, right now? The third movie's pretty strong. Nerd. But, I- the, but, the, but the first one eh, is kind of eh. My dad was, I remember watching it with my dad and he was pissed at the end because the cliffhanger at the end. He's probably pissed because <laughs> like, we just sat there for three and a half crap. hours and it ends in a cliffhanger. So, yeah. Which which one was that? The Wh- first one. Okay. The, first. the second one was great though. Two Towers. Hmm. Great movie, dude! You Great could, fight at the end. You could you could drop me in the middle of the first, second, third one. I don't know how many they made. Lord of the Rings. They Harry made Potter. three of the original, and then there's like uh, the Hobbit series. I haven't seen those. No, you could drop me in the middle I'm of any of them. I don't know what's going on. I'm literally confused Harry by the Potter's time they roll the Harry credits. Potter's great. It's it's uh, it's so great is Mighty Ducks. I, I, it's it's not better than the Mighty Ducks is not better than Harry Potter. Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. If you had to sit down for the next two hours, would you rather watch the well, original you, Mighty Ducks or the original Harry Potter? You couldn't watch the original Harry Potter in two hours. It's like two hours it? and a half. It's like two and a half hours. That's torture. So you'd have to spend an extra half an hour watching. Hey, is it that good? And then you can, and then you could, sp- if you wanted to do that, you could spend a half hour realizing that Mighty Ducks isn't good. No, you haven't even seen it. Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. Tomorrow, you take the day off of work, holiday season, and you're just sitting around watching a movie. Which, which do you pull out of the old DVD collection first? Is it the original Harry Potter? Or is it the original Mighty Ducks? Let's see what they say. 913-576-7610. Whatever you're working with. Chris yeah, Unocero on the sports machine, Sean Levine. Let's get back into the uh, actual football here where the Chiefs, if you think about it, based on their schedule, this should have been a really tough stretch, if you will. Green Bay, Las Vegas, Dallas, right? At points this time, or I should say at points this season, we've said that Green Bay is the best team in the NFL. Hell, a lot of people, power their power rankings, has Green Bay at the top currently as we speak. The Raiders, man, give a little bit of credit to the Raiders, which is tough for me to do as a lifelong Chiefs fan, but they could have easily just completely gone away, and they've been able to keep their head above water. They obviously took care. Like they're they're not a terrible football team, and they haven't completely collapsed. And they could have with all the Gruden and of course the Rugs and the Arnett situation going on, and just being in Las Vegas, it felt a little uneasy there for a minute. That Las Vegas is about to lose every game the rest of the way, and they're okay. And then Dallas, of course, was what seven and two just a couple of weeks ago. All of a sudden, they're seven and four, and they look like a very average football team. That's why on paper. When you start to look at these teams, it gets a little bit dicey because at the beginning of the year or hell a month ago, you would look at that stretch that I just gave you that three week stretch green Bay at home on the road against Las Vegas. And then back at the crib versus Dallas and say, well, hopefully the chiefs can win two of those games. Right. And I doubt they could win all three. And there's a chance that they would end up losing a couple of those games. Now that you look back at it, it's like, yeah, I don't know how good Dallas really is. Las Vegas has had a lot of issues and Green Bay was playing with a backup quarterback. Take a look forward. On paper, again, this gets you nowhere except for it's fun to do on sports radio. Nothing scares you the rest of the way to the point where the Chiefs are going to be favorites. Like Chris told us earlier, the Chiefs are double-digit favorites coming up this Sunday night national TV at the crib against Denver, who they've beat 11 times in a row. 
Andy Reid's 27 and three his last 30 games in the division. He's 16 and three after a buy in his career. Everything points toward an old fashioned, passionate ass kicking that Denver's going to get their shoes, coat, and their hat taken. And then after that, same old story. Back at the crib, you're playing the Raiders, all that same stuff I just said, division opponent. And then you're on the road against the Chargers, who talk about a sinking ship. Man, I bought into them after getting off to a hot start, and all of a sudden, they're back to 500. So those are your next three games, Kansas City. Denver, Las Vegas, the Los Angeles Chargers. Anybody quivering right now? Anybody pull their car over on the side of the road because the Chiefs have to play the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers? We know how good they've been in division, and you've probably kept an eye on those teams this season. None of them have been playing great football. The rest of the way, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Denver. It's weird because, at least from my perspective, it feels like the season kind of creeps along a little bit. We're one or two weeks in, then we're a month in. And then I look up and we're like, oh, crap. The weather's getting colder. We changed the calendar over to December. And, dude, we're like a month and a half away from the playoffs. That's where we're at right now. Where all the stuff we've talked about the entire season, tip balls and Frank Clark and bad offensive line, ultimately doesn't mean anything. That was a long time ago. It's not going to mean anything for the next month and a half, and it's certainly not going to mean anything once the playoffs come around. You know what it is? What they do from this point going forward. Again, here's what it looks like. Denver, Las Vegas, both at Arrowhead. On the road against the Chargers, and then you're back at home against Pittsburgh. So in the next month, December looks like this. Three home games, two in the division. Denver, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, then Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Denver. Guys, I think there's a chance the Chiefs end up running the table. They end up the number one seed. And if that happens, not only would it mean that Baltimore would have to lose two games from this point going forward, so two out of their next six, because they got a game up in the standings plus the game in hand head-to-head. So they'd have to lose two out of their next six games. Chris, if you can, pull up their schedule. I want to see who Baltimore's got to play as I'm talking, because I should have done better research, but you know me, I didn't. It kind of feels like if Baltimore is to slip up twice, Kansas City is not only going to catch them, but they're going to pass them, and we're going to look back at this thing. And at that point, if what I'm saying comes to fruition and the Chiefs win out, that would be a 1-2-3-4 game winning streak that they're already on, 5-6-7-8-9-10, which seems like a lot, but we've seen, I want to say two if not three separate times since Andy's been here in Kansas City, those long, almost double-digit type 10-game winning streaks. And one of the most important things when you go to the playoffs, isn't what your record is. It's how well you're 10 games in a row and you're the one seed, then you're playing pretty good and you get the bye. But Baltimore would have to lose two more games, Chris. What's on their schedule the rest of the way? Uh, Baltimore has the Steelers. Okay. Where's that then at? It's uh, in Pittsburgh. Okay. Then they have the Browns again. Mm-hmm. They, then they uh, host the Packers. Okay. Then they go to Cincy. Okay. And then they host the Rams and then the Steelers oh, to finish dog. the season Okay, off. perfect. Uh, they're losing two games based on what you just told me. Two. Uh, three. Yeah, it might be three. Dude, that door is open. They they, uh, they got molly by the Bengals earlier this year. They do play the Rams. Matt Stafford is Matt Staffording, but Whoa. they can still lose that game. And uh, they just barely beat the Browns. They do face the Packers. I mean, they, they could lose four games. I'll keep talking. Get the they could lose five games. Get the, I mean, they look, won't lose five. Games. Not they might. They ain't look, losing five or six. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they could. They're I mean, going, to be, be honest, real. they're going if, four and two. To be honest, they're going four and two. I, I don't know about that because if you look at this schedule, like 
it, it ain't it ain't give, a give it pretty. It ain't Baltimore a, the rest of the way. Give it to me again. Okay, so you got Steelers, you got Browns, you got Packers, you got Bengals, Rams, Steelers. Damn, that's and tough. mind you, this is a team that only beat the Chiefs because Clyde Edwards-Alaire decided he wanted to fumble in the one of the most crucial moments of the game. Otherwise, they already have that loss there. This is a team that barely beat the Detroit Lions the week after that. I mean, this is not a. This is a team that had to make a major comeback two weeks later against the Colts in order to in order to uh, not lose that game. And then two weeks after that that Colts comeback, they got stomped out like they were on fire by the Cincinnati. Bengals. You do know they if if the season ended today, they'd be the one seed, and you do know they'd be the yeah, Chiefs, right? And and that's cool. And I do know that Clyde Edwards-Helaire was the reason why they beat the Chiefs. Fair enough. So my point is that this Ravens team is not like this juggernaut. That that people will try to make them out to be because they're eight and three and on top of the the conference standings right now. This is a team right now that very well could be a paper tiger. And at the end of the day, we could be looking at this team a month from now completely differently than we do right now. Who do you think is more likely to be the one seed, the Chiefs or the Chiefs. Ravens? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs have a much easier schedule. A much easier schedule. Four of those games are in your division, and your division is soft. The two games out of division are the Bengals and the Steelers. Neither of those teams look that great right now. I know the Bengals stomped out the Steelers this past Sunday, and they stomped out the Ravens earlier this year, but this Bengals team don't look that great. Uh, didn't they lose this to the Jets earlier this year? Yeah, couple, like but a couple they beat weeks some ago. Good teams too. They Bengals beat good, good teams too, but they also lose to bad teams too. Let's so take a look at let's the, take a look the, at the other teams then. Because so if so if you're you're basically selling Baltimore down the river. Okay, so let's look at the other yeah. teams. That the I mean, Chiefs, they'll make the playoffs. They might win their division, but their division isn't as good as we thought it was going to be anyway. So, so right so. now the records look like this: Baltimore's eight and three. These are the teams ahead of the Chiefs with better records than the AFC. And then you got New England is eight and four. We don't need to play this game with Tennessee, right? Because we agree at some they're point done. they're they're, they're finished. not not done, but they're done. Ten and Derrick seven. Henry, ultimately, Derrick Henry's not playing the rest of the regular season. Julio Jones has been out. AJ Brown's no. no okay, so they'll comes, make the playoffs maybe, okay. but they're done. Okay, do we need to play this game with Buffalo, or have they buried themselves too much? I mean, Buffalo has a has a good chance, but the problem though is that. They a they lost to the Jags, so the rest of their schedule is a little susceptible. They play the Patriots twice. Still, do you are you for certain they sweep those games? Oh no, that's a team that's, we need. To, that's, so that's that's one. That's a team we need to look at. Let's and do then that. You, they play the Buccaneers as well because they play the Patriots this week, and then they go to Tampa after that. Here's the Patriots, and the then they the also play the Panthers, and the Panthers have a really good defense. I know that you know Cam Newton, but the the they have a really good defense, so that's a potential loss. And then you play the Patriots again. Now, the final two games, Falcons, Jets, those should be wins. But the next four games for Buffalo, I I wouldn't be shocked if they lost two of those. So are we in agreement that now that we've talked it out loud? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Baltimore's schedule is a little bit too tough. Kansas City's got a great shot to be the one seed. We're not necessarily huge believers in Buffalo, especially because they've dug themselves a little bit of a hole. So we're we talking Kansas City, New England. Is that what we're talking about? I mean, I'm not even 100% on New England. Let's look at them the rest of the way. They got their bye coming up. By the way, they've won one, two, three, four, five. They've won six straight. If you're not on New England, is it six or seven? Yeah, you're at six. six. And seven of eight. And their losses are what you would call, I guess, quote unquote, good losses or close losses. They lost their first game in the season to Miami 17 16. The Cowboys, who aren't a great team. Okay, but everybody's they not lost to the in overtime. Who, who aren't a great team. That's their one bad loss of the season. They lost by two touchdowns. Their other loss was to Tampa Bay. They did two. lose to the Dolphins. So they, they have like two bad losses. None of them in blowout fashion. New England is, I'm not saying back to the Tom Brady days of New England, but they are definitely a formidable opponent for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think there's as good of a chance that the Chiefs have to play them either here were there in the AFC championship game than anybody else that we've been talking about. Yeah, I disagree. I think it, it's much better that they play the Ravens or the Bills than the Patriots. Well, it depends on where it would happen. Mu- I, to me, it doesn't matter. For the Chiefs uh, to play the Ravens at home, the Ravens would have to, here at home in Arrowhead, the Chiefs would have to, I'm sorry, Baltimore would have to have a huge slide the rest of the way. Well, I mean, and you look at their schedule, there's a very good chance of that. There is. So, yeah. There is. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, right now, they would have to lose two. If the Chiefs went out, they'd have to lose two more games. I in said, order for that, and you look at their, if you think they're going to go forward too, then then that's going to happen, you know? <laughs> I, I think the, the Baltimore finds a way to win those games, though. Like, but, I, I no, think they you, go forward but two. You, but you, you, you whoa, whoa, what'd you say that again? I think they go forward two. They'll find a way to so win. So if they go forward two, that means that they would finish with five losses. If right. the Chiefs went out, then the Chiefs would, would finish above the Correct, the but that would be, if, if what we're saying is true, and Baltimore goes forward two, then the Chiefs would have to win out. It's not like the, the. I mean, they have to win out. I mean, you think they'd have to win out anyway? To be the they're one behind, seed? yeah. You would think so. You would think they'd have to win if they lose and they go to five games. Like, it, at worst, a team like the Ravens. Let's say the Ravens go for it too. You're going to lose. You're not. You're not going to get the tiebreaker. So they're going to have to win out anyway. Can you imagine how much the whole league's going to be shaking in their boots if the Chiefs enter the playoffs as the one seed in the AFC get the bye after winning ten games in a row? Like you would thought being back. They're going to be that way anyway. Like, let's say they, they get like the two seed. Do you think though, like, let's say they get the two seed, the Ravens go like five and one and, and the Ravens uh, end up getting the one seed. A, there's no guarantee that the Ravens are going to win sure, in sure. order We've to host seen, the course. championship game. Of course. So that's the first thing. Cause I mean, they'd have to they, win they one game, it, but yeah, you're yeah, right. But the, two years ago, they only had to win one game and they lost the Titans. Right. The six seed. So sure. there's no guarantee about that. But also, if the Chiefs tra- had to travel to a Baltimore, do you think Baltimore is like, oh, we got this, we're good? They're favored. They do- They're favored. I don't know. They're favored. I don't know if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs, let's say the Chiefs win out, 
but they don't get the one because Baltimore, you know, goes on a hot streak. Which could happen. I don't even know if they're favored that much, if anything. Like, I think people might still give the Chiefs like a one and a half, if even if teams, it's in Baltimore. If both teams are red hot and they go in with closer identical records and they're the one and two seeds, then the game's being played in Baltimore. Then they'll get the I, three points there. I don't Plus even know. They beat well, they're not going to get the three. They're not getting no damn three points against the Chiefs. Like, <laughs> At the crib in the playoffs? They, dude, they that got Omar whistle? They, the Chiefs have been the Ravens' daddy for for years now. They lost one game because of Clyde Edward they were fumbled. This year they got they, beat. They got beat because of Clyde gave away the game when they were in position to win. Stepdaddy, that they was, called that by the first not, name this year. That was not no Steve's game. Home. That was not no game where the the Ravens were decidedly better than the Chiefs, and the Ravens know it. They were relieved after that Don't game. Don't play that game, though, because they the Chiefs have been a lot of games. After that the Chiefs have been a lot of games the last couple of years where you could say, oh, the other team was They've better, but the Chiefs won. They've also been to two straight Super Bowls and three straight conference championship games. There's different levels to this stuff. You're talking about Baltimore like they're the Baltimore Orioles, bro. No, I'm talking about Baltimore like a team that hasn't done anything. They haven't proven anything. They've won games, and then they go to the playoffs, and they've done nothing in the playoffs. And I'm not scared That's what or anything. I'm, about I'm just saying like. if you make Made me if you made me give you a scenario that knocks the Chiefs out of the playoffs this year, a thing that hasn't happened until they've been in the Super Bowl two years in a row, a team that's hosted three straight AFC championship games, the path for everybody else is hosting the Chiefs. It's it's if the Chiefs get the bye, if the Chiefs get the bye, they don't have to play the first week, then everybody has to come into Arrowhead. They have to win two games. They're going to get back to another Super Bowl. You can go ahead and book your tickets to Los Angeles right now, get them on discount, and tell them the sports machine told you so. If they don't end up with that one seed, which will probably mean Baltimore does, it changes everything. To your previous point, you're right. Once the playoffs come around, if you're a lifelong Chiefs fan, we've seen plenty of times where the Chiefs went in 13-3 and as the one seed and didn't win when they had everything in front of them. That certainly happened to Baltimore. We've seen it happen a lot. All I'm suggesting is the last couple of years, the Chiefs completely controlled their own fate at this point in the year. They were two-thirds of the way through. It was like, as long as they do their thing, then they're going to have the AFC Championship game and have the easiest path and get the buys, and all that's happened. And let's not pretend like that hasn't been huge, the home field advantage and the weather and getting the buys and all those different things. you got to do that again. You have to do it again this year. And I think the Chiefs are going to end up with the one seed because I think the Chiefs are going to win the rest of the way. That's Chris Unocera on the Sports Machine, Sean Levine. Coming up next... We're going to talk about sports right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Bank at Night rolling along on the sports machine with my guy Chris Unocero taking you up until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. So uh, our informal poll that we did in the last segment mm-hmm. – Everyone said Harry Potter. Yeah, well. Everyone. Yeah, those people. Someone said they'd never seen either movie and they would pick Harry Potter still. (laughs) From a sports, I assume that you kind of like sports if you're listening to this show. Your radio's stuck. No, there is one person that tried to tell me that uh, uh, it somehow is... Uh, excluding me from society, from never having seen Christmas. It doesn't exclude you from society, but you should have. This, whoever this person is, they love this movie way too damn you much. Should have, you should have at least been in a room when both were on and then no, made the decision for yourself. I don't care. I've seen it on TV, and I'm like, that does, just does not look if interesting. If I'm ever in a room when Mighty Ducks is on, be it one, two, or three, then I'm going to stop and watch as long as I possibly can. I, <laughs> I've cut class before to watch Mighty Ducks 2 on TNT. 
No BS. I mean, the weather was kind of cold, and I had to walk up the hill at KU, and I was like, yeah. That sounds like a, that was D2's probably the, that sounded like that was probably the reason why you cut class. Not because the movie, because yeah. the movie was on. The no, movie was just there. If it was the like, movie oh, wasn't, okay. If the movie wasn't on, I would have gone. You to class. probably not would have gone to class. Yeah, if Harry so. Potter was on, my ass was in class. Guaranteed. You should watch Harry Potter. I'm it, good. It, it, it is a life changing experience. Yeah, I bet it is for the worst. That's it Chris Unosero. I'm the sports machine. Nine one three five seven six. Apparently, the Jay Southland Tosa text line agrees with me too i don't know why seven six ten feel free to keep those texts uh, rolling in oh by the way uh, if you care um starting not this saturday but a week from saturday on the betql network i'm going to start a new show that you can check out it's called tapped out it's going to be an mma show so that's from four to six o'clock so before the fights on saturday nights you can catch that on the betql network did you know that it is custom cleat weekend in the nfl i uh I don't know these things. I didn't even know it was National Tight End Day until it was on like ESPN. Dude, how I, many times did they say that? It was too much. Yo, okay, like I much. get it. It's National Tight End yeah, Day. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah cool. National Tight End Day. I, I don't care. Oh, you know it's National Tight End Day. Cool, like, I don't care. I don't care either, but I do care about Custom Cleat Day because the one year that I played in eighth grade, I had custom cleats. Here's what happened. I told my mom, I was like, hey, there's this pair of black and white cleats that I want that all the dudes are wearing. And I can't remember who the player was that wore them at the time. I want to say it might have been the the LTs, like back when I was in high school. I'm sorry, in eighth grade. I'm trying to think of like who the dude was. I know it was a defensive player. And I thought that I was pretty clear with my, you know, instructions. So my mom buys me cleats. And of course, it's on game day. Like I practiced with just tennis shoes on. And I got called out for not having cleats. So I finally got some on game day. And mom drives up like an hour before the game. There's no time to return them is what I'm trying to tell you. And on the side of it, it says... K G J and I'm like, well, these are dope. Like these are like black and white. That's what I was asking for, but these are not the ones that I was looking for. And then I open up the tag and I got myself the King Griffey juniors. Now the King Griffey junior cleats are pretty cool. She got you. This is for football, right? Yeah. And she got you baseball cleats. Yeah. It was a little bit embarrassing. It was. So I'm not the guy to go to with cleats. <laughs> he was about to run around the field in baseball. Cleats. That's what everybody said. But honestly, what's the big deal? Like, yeah. So no, I got, those spikes are different, man. So I they're got not, s- they're not made to be ran on grass like that. So I got some metal <laughs> spikes, you know, like, and you know, yeah, I got like a baseball silhouette. What's the I, problem? I played, I played baseball. They, them cleats is different. Dude, man. I've never had good luck with shoes. It's probably because my parents are so cheap. Like that was the problem is. There were certain shoes that I knew I wanted, but they weren't willing to get me. Do you remember Doc Martens? Or they weren't hot when you were going to school? No, they were out of stock. My girlfriend wore Doc Martens, and she said, like, they were the rage when she was in school. I think they're back, though. You mean, like, she currently wears them? Or your girlfriend I think she then? has a pair now. See, I yeah, think she has a pair now. I think they're cool again. I think they took a little bit of time off. Kind of like Adidas did. Like, Adidas was dope, and then now it's dope again anyway. With the whole Doc Martin thing, I remember they cost around, like, 100 bucks, And there was no way in hell that my dad was going to give me 100 bucks to get a pair of shoes. He gave me half. He's like, I'll give you 50 So he went to, anybody remember Steve Shoes at Old Oak Park Mall? So we go into Steve Shoes, right? And I, I used to go in there. I used to go in there to smell the new shoes, the new Doc Martens. Okay, dude. that's weird. I uh, wouldn't admit that on the yo, radio. Dad, I, dude, that's not something I would dude, admit Steve on the radio. Steve's shoes was still there. I'd still do it. That ass, I would not admit that on the air. Then you've never done it. That's cool. I'm not I, saying you're I right. I've glue. never done it. I've never gone in there to sniff shoes. Oh, you never. That's weird, dude. Try it and you'll go back. I think I'm good. No, you're not. I think I'm good. You haven't lived People until you sniff feet a new go pair to, of Doc go Martens. those things. I'm not sniffing shoes. Well, I'm not doing it now after COVID and all this stuff. How do I know that? 20 years ago. I don't know that. I would put this giant nose inside of one of those Doc Martins. 
Get me a good whiff of them yeah, bad boys. That is, oh, that I is, can smell it right now. That is not something I would admit. That's, that's high on class the radio. leather. Anyway, so so Dad was like, "I'll give you fifty bucks for your pair of Doc Martens." So I won the brown ones that every other kid had, but fifty ain't gonna get you those. The only ones that it would get you, they're supposed to be seventy, but they were on discount for like forty nine ninety nine. Which, of course, I didn't have the money for taxes, so I still had to be a smooth talker and talk the girl down. I'm like, hey, you know, I gave her my sad story. My dad's only giving me 50. <laughs> you gave us sad Yeah, so she's In like. In Johnson County? Yeah, so she's like, all right. And she, like, messed with the numbers a little bit, and they end up being, like, 44, 50. And you, I gave her the 50. You out here in Johnson County giving people sad stories? Here's the worst part, dude. These things were, like patent black like the shiniest black like and i and i was like whatever man i got myself some doc martens i wore them one time doc i wore those things to northwest blue by northwest high school home of the state champions and i'm telling you dude i never took more crap i ended up barefoot by the end of the day i still got those things somewhere i'm burning them tonight when i go home those damn 50 dollar patent black doc martens but you know what i'm gonna do before i burn them right i'm gonna smell those things <laughs> Yeah, it definitely sounds like something you would do. That's but uh, right. again, uh, that's something you uh, save for your personal life. We don't no. need to share everything about well, our personal life. You don't life know now. You know. Somebody said uh, their 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 uh, their wife they at they their wife made them watch all the Harry Potter movies, and then uh, uh, he they asked her. he asked no 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 he asked he her who Dumbledore her was, and she flipped out and made him sleep on the couch. So uh, some of these people take it a little too seriously. I don't know who Dumbledore is. Well, yeah, you don't watch it, but like if you watch the films, you should know. Uh, somebody said, somebody asked you, did your cleats help you steal any bases during the football game? <laughs> no, screw you. <laughs> Two hours. You can't, the- you can't wear those. You can't wear no damn baseball cleats. I never had luck with the shoes. Oh, uh, you could, you could, you could if you needed to wear soccer cleats there, but you can't wear no damn baseball. Cleats. The only dope pair of shoes I ever had. Do you remember the Jason Kidd Nike that had like the little bubbles on the side? Mm, nope. Yeah, the only no. time my parents. Up and got me those my parents kids. never did that. I had to. I had to do it myself. I'm kind of a little tiny bit sneakerhead uh, in the in the last few years. Yeah, my parents never did that for me. Well, either did mine. They got me the Black Doc Martens. Appreciate that. Two hours in the book. One more coming up. Uno Sarah on the Sports Machine taking you home right here on six ten Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs six ten Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.